Welcome back to the Physicians Helping Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Mudge Riley. I changed careers back in the early 2000s, and I found it difficult to find credible, reliable resources to help me. So once I successfully transitioned to a non-clinical career, I made it my mission to help other physicians who were looking at a possible non-clinical or non-traditional career, whether part-time, full-time, or just diversifying their career with a non-clinical side gig. Today, I have a guest who I have known for years. Dr. Carl Gold is going to tell you a little bit about his story, and then he's going to share something that he found in his journey to a non-clinical career transition. Hi, Carl. Hi, Michelle. How are you today? I'm good. Really excited to talk with you today because I know that you have some really fun things to tell the listeners about and just a program that's helped you tremendously. But before we get to that, could you tell everyone a little bit about you so they know where you're coming from, you know, your specialty and kind of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Um, and thanks for having me today. Really appreciate it. Uh, I hope this goes to where you and I want it to is, is to find the person looking for a, a way to uh, make a move in their life uh, that's going to be helpful for them to find a way, a new path. So I'm a board certified anesthesiologist. Uh, I'm uh, not a young person. I'm 63 years old. And about three years ago, uh, well, four years ago, uh, I was, mm, I wouldn't say I was looking for a transition, but uh, I am a recovering uh, drug addict, alcoholic, 30 years clean and sober. Uh, I've been helping doctors and other healthcare providers for years find their way into recovery from a number of, of our, as we all know, self-destructive, obsessive, compulsive things, gambling, smoking, eating, et cetera, et cetera. It's all the same disease. Uh, been helping physicians and other healthcare providers for years find their way out of that. Uh, but as a recovering f- person, my life is a little more vulnerable in the healthcare environment uh, than others. Uh, many people around me have always known my history. It leaves me open uh, to uh, hearsay, uh, speculation, um, if, all kinds of behind the scenes chatter and and talk. Um, Four years ago, I experienced a horrible uh, uh, circumstance uh, involving all of that. A a colleague who was, for reasons I still don't know today, very angry and upset with me, uh, put me into the system. And anybody that's familiar with recovering healthcare providers understands that we're all in a system of monitoring uh, state departments, boards, etc. Uh, and I found myself a uh, subject of allegations and investigations. And I've been under an investigation for the last four years where my license has been suspended. Um, if you're some of your listeners and, and um, followers understand that, that's great. If not, the idea is I'm out of medicine. And once I was uh, out of medicine, uh, where do I go? Because my entire life was built around establishing my culture, my identity, 
my family, uh, really ingrained in who I am. And, and one of the first things that I had to learn was being a doctor is not who I am. It's what I do for a living. And it became easier once I kind of grasped that idea to make a transition because who I am as a father, a son, a brother, a church member, uh, uh, and, and practicing medicine doesn't define who I am. I can change jobs. It was a lot more challenging to think that I had to change who I was as a person. No. So after the first year of getting my feet on the ground with paperwork and hearings and lawyers, et cetera, I needed to find a way to replace my income. Uh, that's when I met you. Uh, we were at a conference together. Uh, it occurred to me that interacting personally with other people who needed help uh, would be a, a good fit for me. That's what I've done my whole career. That's what all of us as physicians have done, right? We, we've reached out to people in difficult circumstances and we uh, identify with them. We, we are compassionate and empathetic people. Um, so I thought that this coaching would, would be a good fit. And you know, it was, I mean, I, I'll leave you to describe how it was having me as your student. Uh, but, but I felt like it was very, uh, uh, a great experience. And, and I thought about that for a while. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. Yeah. Your, your story is very impactful. Keep going. So that wasn't, really how it ended up because shortly after that, still in the mode of, of what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? What's going on? I, I was just so lost. It, it was a horrible time. Um, it's frightening. It's, it's uncertain. And boy, I am not good at dealing with uncertainty. Uh, as a physician, that's what we all strive for, right, is to eliminate uncertainty. We, we want the information, we're going to analyze that, we're going to make a judgment, and we're going to proceed in the most certain way possible. Well, to be surrounded all the time with uncertainty was frightening, and it was, I don't know, sleep, I, I didn't sleep, I wasn't eating, uh, my other personal relationships were suffering. My, my finances were terrible. Um, really, it was many uh, symptoms of, of a situational clinical depression. Uh, but really, all I can say is I was frightened to death and could find no way out. I was just in a really dark place. I ran across the idea of copywriting. And let me just talk about that for a minute. Copywriting is nothing more than using persuasion to get people to do things they might not otherwise do. Copywriting is everywhere we look. P people, uh, every time we're on a television where our faces are buried in something that we're reading, everything online is all, that content was produced by a copywriter somewhere. Now, whether it's scientific content, uh, marketing content, uh, self-development content. It doesn't matter. The idea is that there were people out there creating this and getting paid a lot of money to create content. And for me, I ended up in the alternative health space. Uh, as an anesthesiologist, my whole life is in uh, pharmacology pretty much, right? So uh, that doesn't, uh, uh, growing up in rural Missouri, I was also aware from my family history that my grandmother 
my grandmother gold would literally treat people from all over the county with poultices and and teas and um, all kinds of um, herbs and, and spices. Um, the, the world of alternative medicine is much more sophisticated than that, obviously, but the fundamental principles are the same. Um, so I discovered that I have a propensity for helping people understand nutrition, weight loss, recovery in the disease of addiction and alcoholism, and that I could help them find answers by writing content and helping companies market products that were good for pain relief, for sleep, for mood, for overall well-being. Uh, and I find that a lot of today's uh, physical uh, maladies are really based in what we do to our body. So I got I found the right person, and that's what I'll eventually want to kind of expand on a little bit today. I started writing content. And today I've got uh, pieces and information and content all over the web, uh, info zines, infomercials, and I'm being paid very well to do it. I have replaced my physician's income with copywriting. And better than that, Michelle, the number one thing I want anybody listening to know about is that as onerous as your life can be as a physician these days with liability, with paperwork, with clinic hours, with institutions telling us where to go, when to go, and, and what to do. My life is now my own again. I go where I want to go. I do what I want to do. I determine when I work, when I travel, when and, and I make a lot of money doing it. So I can't say enough that where I was so burdened with fear and anxiety, today it's almost as if, well, you know, first of all, I'm a man of faith. I believe that we are always where we're supposed to be and that there's a loving, creative force in the universe that takes care of us. But the one that takes care of me put me in this place. I don't know why. I mean, think about your own health in the years that you've been out of medicine and how it, it's likely to have improved in many ways. Your, your mental health, your physical health, your family health. So I really just want to say that this was as many alternatives as you and I have seen together over the years with chart reviews, coaching, uh, lit you know, uh, uh, in-home health, uh, so many options that I can't say enough that it, it, I've spent my life persuading patients to do things that they ordinarily wouldn't do, which is take care of themselves. And now I'm able to use the same skill set. It translates laterally. There are some basic things to learn. Uh, I was never a businessman, but now I understand certain things about headlines and sales funnels that I never cared to know about before, but it didn't take long. And I am happy. I've got a, a lot of free time on my hands and I make a lot of money doing it. So I can't say enough about it. Wow, how interesting. Uh, so this is copywriting. How is this different from medical writing? Good point. I also uh, did a lot of uh, investigating, a lot of digging in those early days. That's also what you and I do, right? We, we gather information and we do research and we compile facts and data, and then we try to make an informed decision. So uh, there is medical writing as a separate kind of job. It's available. It's out there. It's also very lucrative. Um, I would say that for me, I found this 
uh, difference to be where some, uh, medical writing is primarily research-based and relating results of research into the lay literature, pharma literature, uh, uh, manufacturing and development, research and development uh, process and procedures. It's detailed. It's just like writing any kind of scientific paper, which I was published in my day. Peer review uh, was a big part of that. Uh, I just found it. Uh, I was capable, but it wasn't as much fun for me. And I thought that if I'm going to start all over and I'm going to redefine the, the new me, that I want to go back to the fun me. I, I'm a, a fun-loving, you know, humorous, outgoing fellow, which, which a lot of that was buried inside of the of a of an 18-hour day with life and death all around me. Uh, I wasn't able to really do that as much. So uh, copywriting is creating content that persuades people to do things. So I can have fun with, for example, CBD, right? One of, one of the hot topics in, in all, it, you, you could even call it in all of medicine, but in terms of its anti-inflammatory properties, its uh, uh, healing properties, its sleep properties, its uh, mood uh, elevating properties, it's everywhere. So I can promote CBD on behalf of a company and talk about all of those things and translate the results of research. But it's really more for like, I, my, I picture my elderly 80 year old father as one of my readers, right? Uh, he wants to know, is it gonna make me feel better? How much does it cost? How do I get it? And, and I have a lot more fun with that than I do straight up translation of research facts into policy, procedure, pharmaceutical inserts, regulatory writing. Uh, it's, those are important. And there are a lot of people out there making a great living doing that, but it, it just is, is a more fluid fit for me. I, I, I work faster. I work shorter. I have bigger impact to more people now than I ever did as a physician. And uh, it's just more re rewarding for me to use marketing and persuasion than it is scientific translation. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. So as far as finding this kind of work, do you work for a company or do you do freelancing work? How does it work in order for you to, to do the work and make money doing it? Great question. Um, and the answer is yes. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be a weasel about that. Uh, the, the answer is that all of those opportunities exist. Uh, anyone writing content for marketing, and, and believe me, th there are people all over that need help from, from me and from perhaps some of your listeners as they come into this, um, for their businesses. You can work, for, you can be an in-house copywriter for any number of businesses. Uh, a freelance, I think, is where the opportunity is to make the most money because no one can tell me how many clients I have or control what they're paying me. I define my value to them. Um, so yeah, both of those opportunities uh, exist. Um, the uh, business of getting into it is relatively straightforward. 
Uh, it turns out that with a few basic tools of instruction uh, on the basics of business, and, and you know, many of us are already independent business people. Uh, if we're solo practitioners or if we're in small groups, we understand uh, a little bit about marketing. We understand about PR. We understand about uh, social media presence. And a lot of our younger colleagues, I'm I've had to learn, relearn all of this, whereas my daughters, my 25-year-old daughters are, man, they're fast with LinkedIn and Facebook, and they know how to uh, utilize the uh, uh, information highway out there in the internet. I've learned that, and it is powerful, but with a few basic instructions in that regard, uh, everything that we need is within a very narrow scope of places. All of my clients come from LinkedIn. I spend a few minutes a day on LinkedIn, I spend the rest of my time developing and writing for my campaigns. And then, you know what else I do? I fish, I travel, I communicate with all my friends and family. I know it's remote these days, but travel is coming back. Uh, so there's a, a big variety of how to write content, freelancing or employment, Either way, many opportunities in both. Well, how did you learn how to write effectively so your customers would be happy when they got the product that you provided them? And how do you communicate with them as far as you getting the work in the first place, like on LinkedIn, like you said? Um, great question. Again, of course, uh, I pursued, uh, th there are a few places out there that will educate on copyright. Uh, and I shouldn't say a few, more than a few. Uh, there are some leaders in the field. Uh, one of them is a company uh, referred to as AWAI, the American Writers and Artists Institute, a very well-known business. Um, and then they have multiple affiliates, multiple people who have trained with them over the years that have since started their own businesses. Uh, the gentleman that I ended up as my mentor and uh, uh, teacher is a man by the name of Joshua Boswell. Uh, Joshua teaches uh, copywriting, marketing. He teaches personal development in terms of mindset, positive daily routines, everything kind of affirmations, everything that you as a coach appreciate the value for when it comes to encouraging, supporting. So, so he teaches that as well as the basic copywriting skills. Once we've acquired a little bit of a framework, there's not much reason to reinvent the wheel here. I use templates and scripts, uh, things that have been shown to be successful, and I post my representation of those scripts and templates on social media. I will post them in not so much these days in, in journals, but some uh, because I have a particular set of people that I really want to help that I really want to reach. And uh, yeah, it, it is a very straightforward to do. I create uh, a bit of a biographical picture of myself. Uh, my website, if you were to visit my website today, uh, you would find on that website what I call an information packet. That information packet was constructed so that you get to know who I am as a person, what my services are, what my fees are, how to contact me. Uh, there are some really basic fundamental principles. You know, here's the truth, uh, Michelle. 
people don't hire me because I was an experienced copywriter. I had nothing to offer when I came into the field. People hire uh, 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 someone like me because they know, like, and trust me. And to get them to know, like, and trust me, it's not about badges. It's not about certificates. Uh, it, it's not about any of that. It, it's about um, someone getting to even uh, believe that there's a, a way for me to represent uh, their views in a way that will get them what customers, clients, patients, whatever. So with uh, learning through uh, my, my group, I work with Joshua Boswell now, we bring people on, we teach them these basic skills in copywriting, then we teach them how to market themselves. We will get you into LinkedIn, we will get you onto Facebook, we will get you any place you need to be and show it all to you in a relatively short period of time. And all the skills that you've acquired throughout your entire career of empathy, connection, uh, persuasion, um, knowledge about some particular place. Uh, you, well, we've got physicians and other healthcare providers coming in doing all of their content about travel, about cooking, about uh, yeah, health and wellness. Uh, th there's a whole personal development. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Look at the world of personal development. Oh my gosh, m you know, physicians helping physicians is a big player, but there are a lot of people out there uh, who do similar things and they have to promote themselves and bring in clients. Um, and, and believe it or not, someone like Anthony Robbins, Perry Marshall, Brendan Bruchard, they all use copy and they all use writers. And uh, you have to create your content. Uh, you, you've been doing it by yourself for a long time. I remember when you first described to me what your day was like. It was about building your business and a little bit about coaching. And now it's all about coaching and a little bit about, you know, maintaining your and building your, your networks. So um, we, we have everything you need, every tool you would ever need to make that transmission, uh, a transition available uh, in a very tightly compacted bit of information, quickly learned, rapidly implemented, uh, and money is out there literally waiting to be handed over to someone who can persuade someone else to do something. That sounds like something a lot of people I think would be very interested in. So I guess the next logical question is, can you do this? I mean, it doesn't sound like you have to have a license or board certification to do this because you are using your physician background and education and experience, but the people who are hiring you, they're not looking for those credentials. Am I hearing that right? The idea, the, the basic answer to your question is yes. Uh, I, I mean, no, yes, you're correct. No, you don't need uh, special uh, uh, professional credentials. As a matter of fact, um, some of those things can be uh, not as useful in copywriting. Co copywriting is very conversational, relaxed style. It, it, again, when I picture my 80-year-old father as my my client, my customer, and explaining to him uh, in normal conversational tones uh, and, and language, it, that's what this world is looking for. However, there's a very subtle distinction between being an expert and being an expert writer. 
Now, some people in the world of copywriting are so good at research. They can spend 10 hours in a week doing research on a, on a supplement, let's say, on, on CBD. And, and within 10 to 15 hours of intense research, they could be an expert on CBD oil or CBD compounds. Well, if they're good at marketing, if they're good content writers, they'll be very successful. Well, my question was when I came into it, why can't I be both? What, what, it, it seems so intuitive that if I could be an expert in medicine, in pharmaceuticals, in healthy living, and combine that with expert writing skills, that would give legitimacy to the client using me as their content writer. Uh, let's picture uh, uh, Dr. Axe, uh, who sells a lot of stuff on the internet. Josh Axe, a chiropractor by training, now world famous entrepreneur with supplements all over the world. Ancient Nutrition is his brand. Well, Josh Axe, Dr. Axe has a lot of people in-house writing his copy that aren't healthcare, science, anything like that. But what if Josh Axe could say, on my writing staff, I have a physician who leads my team when it comes to my, you know, gut health or my whatever. So, so I felt that the credentials that I carry into copywriting was, was additive. They were not exclusive. So there are great copywriters writing science stuff and great science people who need to make a transition. But that's, that bridge is one that uh, I, I, that gap is one that I can help you bridge easily. Uh, credentials, uh, helpful perhaps, but absolutely not necessary because no, nobody asks me, very few people care that I'm an MD. They want to know, can you help me make more money with what you, what, with what you create in content? And the answer is always, yes, I can help you make more money. And they're willing to pay huge amounts to get that kind of help. Here's what I do right now. I work 30 weeks a year. I work 30 hours a week and I make a physician's income doing it. Now you fill in the blank. If you're family practice and you're at two to two fifty a year and, or an orthopedic surgeon or a neurosurgeon and you're making five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Can you replace that income either way? Yes. Or, or less or more, depending on what you want to do. But think about that. 30 weeks a year, 30 hours a week. I modify that depending on what's going on, sometimes less, sometimes more. Uh, and I make a physician's income. Yeah. So, I, I mean, to me, that was, that's what we all want, right? All, every human, not just doctors in transition. That's what we all want. We want control of our time. We want to make a, a very good living doing it so that we can enjoy travel. We can support our families. We can support people around us. What about our aging parents? What about our uh, children or grandchildren? What about retirement? You know, for, for me, the tragedy that moved me out of medicine took everything I had. I had no retirement. I had no savings. I was, if there are people listening to this who, can identify with this, then I can't say you better call me as soon as possible. But to believe that a physician in the United States of America 
within one year's time can be broke and homeless. That may be hard to believe, but the fact is it's possible. And I was there and I'm not there anymore. And what got me out of it was copywriting and a way for me to influence people's well-being. I sleep at night. This is not snake oil sales. This is not scamming people. Uh, this is providing real information, usable information, actionable information to people who want it, who need it. And like I said before, I've touched more people's lives in the world of, of health and nutrition that, uh, in copywriting than I ever did as a practicing physician. So how do listeners find out more about the first step they can take or just doing this if they are all in already, or even if they just want to explore a little bit more because they're not sure, but they're intrigued. Is there a website or what's the best way? Uh, thank you for asking that. Yes. Um, my, the team that I work with would love to talk to them. Uh, I'm going to look into the camera and say, we would love to talk to you. Uh, we have a team at uh, I, the, the website to explore is copywritermarketer.com. Uh, this will give you a little bit of an overview of what uh, Joshua Boswell and his, and, and his team, which includes me at this point, uh, what we do, how we do it, uh, the people that we can reach. Uh, Joshua Boswell himself is a multi-million dollar copywriter. He's worked for Sony. He's worked for Corel. He's worked for uh, uh, the, the U.S. government doing a PR on a new F-22 jet that came out a few years ago. He's done nonprofit work. He's done financial work over his almost 20 years of copywriting. Now he's in the business of helping people like me, like us, find a different way, but we, but we have control over our lives and we build the life that we want, not the life that's thrust upon us by outside institutions and government and paperwork and, and all that stuff. You know, where, where I came into this feeling hugely fearful, knowing if someone had given me this information, I would have come running and said, hey, you know, as much as I love anesthesia, those you know, 24, 36 hour days are starting to wear on me. And the liability that I have every time I walk into a laboring patient's room or to an operating room or to an emergency situation, you know, I don't sleep that well. And, and now I do. And uh, so we're, what we're going to do, Michelle, thanks to you and your team, uh, we're going to put up uh, pretty much as soon as possible I want them to go to copywritermarketer.com forward slash PHP. Physicians Helping Physicians is PHP. And there you will find a special website just for your viewers today who see this podcast. And on that website, on that landing page, they will be introduced with me and Joshua, greeting them, showing them what we've got, how we do it and providing a, a rapid portal of entry into this world. We will literally take you by the hand. We will show you the path. We will light that path. We will give you every tool you need. And within a relatively short period of time, I like to say 12 weeks, some people do it sooner, some people do it later. And with a very small investment up front, we can get you going and have your entire business up and running within 12 weeks. You can be a copywriter making money in that period of time with help from us. 
So anybody that comes to copywritermarketer.com, and I don't know if there's a way to put that up somewhere. If there isn't, it's copywritermarketer.com, just like it sounds, forward slash PHP. You'll meet myself and Joshua uh, together. We'll get you in. We'll show you what you need to know. And that would be a great way to get started. That's perfect. Thank you for that information. So we have been talking for a while now. It's gone so fast. Thank you. As we wrap up today, what's one last thing you'd like to leave with the listeners? Just maybe words of wisdom, just what has helped you and what would you recommend? I would tell you this, um, that that feeling, if you have it, you know, I, I felt lost. I, I came out of medicine unexpectedly and quickly. If you're watching this podcast and you're contemplative over this, you've given this thought, you've done some already a little bit of research on what's out there with, the, with Michelle's help and coaching and um, support and encouragement, what she has to offer is huge spend time with her first of all second of all is there is it's challenging P people want to make this seem easy oh you're smart your education you you can do anything and and you know what my ego tells me yes i can but the reality is to, I, I found age discrimination to be real when it comes to hiring and I don't know how many of your people out there are, are what age, but at 60, coming out of medicine, trying to find a job, indeed, uh, sale, pharma sales, et cetera, et cetera, it was not easy. Freelancing, copywriting, entrepreneur, yes, didn't care how old I was, but it took work in a different direction. Uh, so I would say uh, persistence. Uh, listen to your inner voice. You know, when we were so wrapped up in being a physician, I didn't have another voice, right? I didn't, I didn't have anything else to listen to. So I had to sit back and kind of say, rediscover who am I? What, what do I want to accomplish? Yes, I want to help people, but I got to tell you, medicine isn't the only way to help people. You can help people any number of ways, but if you want to persuade, if you want to touch personally people's lives, you want to replace the physician income to support everybody around you, and you want to build the life you, you have, listen to your heart, listen to your gut, talk to Michelle, visit us at the place that I invited you to come into, and I know you'll find your way through this. It is scary at first, but there are so many ways for you to touch people's lives. Society, we, we want you. Society needs you. Don't feel for a minute like you're going to minimize yourself if you're not a physician anymore. There are so many important ways to do work in the world that being a doctor is one of them. It's a privileged position. Absolutely. It's wonderful, but it is not the only way to touch people's lives in the way that you can touch them. Uh, so yes, come come talk to Michelle, talk to me. We'll help you find a way. It's out there waiting for you. Thank you so much, Carl. 
I know you've been through a lot in your life and I just, I'm so thankful that we've gotten to know each other and that you've been willing to trust me with just sharing some of this. And I think the listeners probably feel the same way because there's so many of us that even can't put into words what you just described. So thank you for articulating that so well and just offering another alternative for those who may be interested in something non-clinical and trying to figure out what's best for them. So thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Michelle. It's been great. Good to see you again. You too. Thank you listeners for being with us today. You've just heard another option if you're interested in a non-clinical career or side hustle. So check it out when you get a chance, let us know what you think. And we'll see you next time for the next episode of the Physicians Helping Physicians podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this Physicians Helping Physicians podcast. If you are jazzed up after listening to this, hit that subscribe button or check out more at Physicians Helping Physicians, www.phphysicians with an S on the end.com. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you.